Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. And today, we're going to have a little chat about pencils, one of Charlie's favorite topics. <laughs> yes, it is my favorite topic, one of them, but it's my, like my, <clears throat> I don't know. What is it? It's like a... Hobby. It's a, more of a hobby than anything. Yeah. I'm not even as crazy as some people. <laughs> All right. Before we forget, we are Coles on the Coast. We do this podcast to bring you different content and to hopefully set your sights on things that you enjoy to help better your homestead or your life in some way or another. If you find any of our content interesting or informative or find any kind of value if you will please reach out to us at www.colesonthecoast.com we have charlie's small engines there he can give you a quote to fix your engines or just help you figure out and troubleshoot what you got going that helps support us also we have some merchandise and stuff on our etsy store also i do violin viola and cello piano lessons. So if you want to find out more, go to our website at colesonthecoast.com. So with that, back to pencils. Charlie, when do you remember your first um, interest in pencils starting? I don't know. All I know is that there's a picture of me on Facebook that has, I'm wearing a Looney, so it's like 1999. I'm wearing a Looney Tunes Millennium t-shirt you zoom in on my hand, I've got a handful of pencils clutched, which I never realized that was the case until my dad pointed it out. <laughs> um, but I, I don't really have an idea as to when I started liking pencils. I will say that this new obsession was thanks to the English department at University Mobile. Oh. Because one of those days that I was... I may have been waiting on you. That may have been junior year. I may have been sitting in, um, not Martin. What's the other ones? Garner. Garner mm-hmm. Hall, that one that was out there in the woods. Mm-hmm. I think I was sitting there waiting on you to get out of your history class. Oh, okay, yeah. With Dr., um, um, it wouldn't have been history. It, it was like the the that the lady um, history professor that you like so much. She also like a psychology professor. Oh no, Doctor Burnett. She was um, not Burnett. Bisner. 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 Yeah. She Her. was. Uh, she wasn't history. She was. Uh, oh shoot! What's the other one called? Sociology. Sociology. Yeah. I think that was right. No, that's not right. No. Uh, <laughs> Political science. Political science. That's what she did. So My I, goodness. <laughs> I think that was you were in her class, and mm-hmm. I was there waiting on you. Mm. And the 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 freaking uh, English majors had put a notebook out there for people to write in, and they put a black a Palomino Blackwing six hundred two on the thing. And so I picked it up and I started looking at it. And I'm like half the pressure, twice the speed. What is this? So I was like. Hmm. So I wrote with it, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is kind of nice. 
Oh, wow. I don't think I remember you telling me this story. And so that's how I got into this, <laughs> this obsession. This obsession. So, tell us about the Palomino, then. Well, back in the golden days, there were many pencil companies in the U.S., now there's only four, but we'll get around to that. But anyway, the Palomino Blackwing 602 was a originally the Eberhard Faber Blackwing 602. And it was just a pencil that had this funny-looking square ferrule and a, an adjustable eraser in it. And, uh, yeah, it became popular with people doing Greg's style of... Um, or... Is it Greg or Pittman style stenography? Because if you press harder, it gives you a, a thicker line, and one or one of the other stenography systems uses thicker versus thinner lines rather than more and more shapes. And so it became popular with that group. That's why it got the half the pressure, twice the speed. But as time went on, the company closed. It sold to uh, Newell Rubbermaid, and then the machine that makes the little adjustable clip there's a little silver clip inside the ferrule that holds the the eraser mm -hmm. the machine that bent these broke and since oh. it broke they didn't fix it they said all right yeah we're done making them and so they quit making them oh wow and th so that was like in 1997 or so and then for 12, 13 years, they were off the market until 2010 when Cal Cedar, who is, I think, one of the main suppliers of the, um, the, the wooden slats that you use to make pencils, mm -hmm. like that's their main business is to make those, and they picked up the Blackwing brand and made the Palomino brand. Palomino brand existed a little bit before that, they're, that's what they're making their own pencils that they sold through Pencils.com. Um, so they bought the Blackwing brand and basically resurrected it. They started off with this dark, darker one that was called the, well, it's called the Matte now, but it originally it was called the Blackwing, and it's darker and thicker, and people were like, that's not really the same as what we wanted. And so the guy came out with the 602, which is a lot like the older 602, even though the one that's the natural version, which has a firmer lid than the 602, is supposed to be more like it, but... Okay, whatever. so the one... Okay, you're talking about these pencils, and they all look the same with, like, the little clip with the eraser that can kind of yeah, be adjustable. Yeah, they come in four different firmnesses. You've got extra firm, which is the natural. You've got firm, which is Blackwing 602. You've got balanced, which is the pearl, and you've got um, matte, which is uh, soft. There are special ones that they have made. They made an extra soft, but that was a, like a special run. That's not actually one that they sell all the time. They mm -hmm. have a red core, which is for checking. They've got a non-PPC blue or um, non-photo blue, mm -hmm. which is for... Where, main idea is that you can make a sketch in this color, then you use your pencil to go back and you, you find the lines within the sketch that make the picture mm -hmm. that you want, and then you, you kind of fill that in. 
and then when you scan that into the computer to do your final editing where you go to copy it the blue doesn't show up because the the copier can't actually pick up the blue okay so the, what was the company called again that makes these kind of pencils uh company itself I think is still Cal Cedar but they the brand is Blackwing okay so I like these Blackwings a lot mostly because of the eraser it's my favorite one to have in the case and I I don't know specifically which one is my favorite it in probably the instrument case in the instrument case yeah sorry so when I go to teach lessons and stuff I like to have one or two in my case because I can have that good eraser that I can erase all my like mistakes or change of bowings or whatnot. I probably, I guess I probably like a firmer lead so I don't have to sharpen it as often because I don't like sharpening pencils from my in my case. Like I don't, I just don't carry any uh, sharpener, but I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I just grab one when I grab one, when you let me have some. Yeah, and I found all the ones that I'll let you have. <laughs> I'm really bad about losing in pencils car. in my case. In my car, of all places. Oh, huh. Well, maybe I took them out. Maybe they were, like, ended up in my purse, and then I took them out for one reason or another. That might be what happened. I guess, but I found them all, so that's not... I'm not upset about it. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, so what's next? Well, like I said, there were many different companies that sold pencils, but over time that dwindled down. There's only about four left, and I say about four because one is a main is like a mainstream. Well, two are pretty much mainstream pencil manufacturers, and then two are owned by conglomerates. Actually, I don't, I shouldn't say that. Alright, so Musgrave Pencils got started in 1916 making wood slats for other pencil manufacturers out of recycled red eastern cedar, eastern red cedar fence posts. And what they would do is they take these fence posts and then they'd recycle them into the slats and sell them to the manufacturers in Europe. Mm -hmm. Well, as other people, as manufacturers started coming to the U.S., they decided to use their own slats to make the manufacture, you know, create manufacturing. So they bought a lot of the equipment from Europe so that they could create their own company. That's that's Musgrave. They've been in business since 1916. Um, the other one, one of the other ones, is General Pencil Company, who was. I don't remember what their name was originally, but they were like a big pencil broker back in the day. Mm -hmm. And um, as time went on and pencils got less and less important, they started dwindling and almost fell to the wayside. But they were able to gain some momentum in the like the third or fourth generation that took over running the company, and they, they've kind of brought themselves back from the brink. Um, but they're in New Jersey. Musgrave's in Tennessee. General Pencil is in New Jersey. And unlike Musgrave, General Pencil actually makes most of the graphite on site. And they buy you know, they buy their cedar slats from Cal Cedar just like everyone else does. And they make them. They go. Um, 
the other two. One is Moon Products, who is like a subsidiary of Rose Art. Oh, really? And they make the, the Tri-Rex pencils. Rose Art, like we grew up in the 90s with and the yeah. school stuff? Yeah. And Rose Art's actually been bought back by um, LaRose, the guy that actually owned it originally, LaRose. Yeah. So he's going to bring a lot of the pencil manufacturing for colored pencils back to the Moon Products factory. Huh. Rather than having them made in China. I had like a huge Rose Art box with like markers and pencils and crayons but and stamps. They have this Tri-Rex, which is like a... If you've ever used that Triconderoga, the you know, the triangle-shaped Ticonderoga pencils, it's kind of like that, but you have rounded edges rather than the, the pointy, more triangle-type edges. Is it like an octagon shape? Pentagon? No, no, it's like a triangle, but the corners are rounded. It's not a triangle, though. You've got three flat sides, and where the corners would be in the triangle, they're rounded over. Huh. Okay. It's, you could say it's a triangle hex. A tri-rex. <laughs> a tri-rex. But I feel like there should be a little dinosaur right there by the name somewhere. It's a triangle round hex. That was made by the Richard Best Company. And Moon Products bought that. And then, like, the Big Dipper, the big pencil called the Big Dipper, that was also, uh, that was J.R. Moon Pencil Company. And so they kind of, as time went on, they all kind of combined together to become Moon Products. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one is Wagner, which they, their main thing is making pencils out of eastern pine. And... That's where you have most of the advertising pencils in the U.S. come from. Oh. The ones that are made out of that white wood that yeah. sharpens kind of weird mm -hmm. and smells like pine trees. Yeah. That's from Wagner Pencil. Oh, okay. They do not sell anything as seconds. They basically, they are, if there's a drop ship pencil site, Wagner's making the pencils. They're shipping them to you. You don't. Is that the no, same brand you get from Walmart? No. No. The brand that you get... Oh, yes. That's a good point. The um, the USA made... What is it? USA Gold and USA Titanium pencils that you get at Walmart that mm -hmm. write so well. Those are Moon products. Oh, okay. It's the same lead that's in these Trirexes. Oh, interesting. But they're in a regular hex shape. Yep, that's a, that's a good point. But each one of these companies has their own kind of, uh, their own goodies that are, I mean, they're actually pretty excellent, but they're all different. All have different characteristics, all have different writing types. You, you wouldn't expect pencils to have different ways that they write, but they do. Some are smoother, some are grittier, some are firmer, some are softer. It all depends on what you're doing, right? If you're writing a cursive letter, you don't want something that's real gritty and hard. You want something that's soft and mm -hmm. light, so it's like a right. pen writing on paper. Right. If you're doing, like, carpentry work, you want something that's somewhat gritty and hard so it can retain a point while you're working. On those more gritty and, yeah, surfaces, like on lumber or whatnot. Yeah. And speaking of that, you can get... Oh, gosh. This, this is a struggle. You can get carpenter pencils. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Musgrave makes carpenter pencils. I know this podcast is kind of like all over the place, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to like rein it in in a minute. But Musgrave makes carpenter pencils, and you can get them. They're made out of eastern red cedar, so they smell like a cedar mm, chest, right? Yum. If you know what that is, you know, that, that wooden chest in your grandmother's house that holds all the secret photographs and birth certificates. Mmm, smells so good. Um, but they have carpenter pencils called the Sidekick that are available. They also have a harder carpenter pencil. But there's also, so we're, this we're kind of talking about U.S. pencils, but there are still Japanese um, pencil companies and European pencil companies. And one of them, I don't remember exactly which name it is. I could probably go find one. But it's a tradesman pencil company, and they make these large triangular pencils for woodmen, woodworkers and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. They make one that's a hard, like an H7, so it's extra hard, or 7H, extra hard um, pencil for writing on wood and brick and whatnot. And they also have an indelible side. So what that means is that when you've got wet wood... You make a mark, and it changes. It basically the the graphite has lead and or has dye impregnated into it, and so when you swipe it, it'll actually pigment the area mm-hmm. with purple ink. Oh, that's interesting. So that you can see it when the wood's wet, rather than it just kind of not writing anything. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah, that's so. that's pretty ingenious. But so let's go back a little bit. Um, there was a sort of a pencil renaissance in the United States over the last, uh, see, when was it? It probably was about 2014 or so that it, this kind of, the whole thing kind of started where people started catching on to using pencils again. I guess it, it may have come up when they started doing the, um, was it the National Nanomo or whatever it is, National Month of Writing? Mm-hmm. Or National, basically you write every day, you try to write a novel in a month and all these other writing challenges. Okay. And you had all these little stationery shops start popping up where they'd sell different pencils from around the world. So there's this pencil renaissance. And when COVID hit, it kind of stifled a lot of that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, uh, you know, social interaction that goes into writing letters and getting together and coming up with different stories and things and going to stationery shops and Mm. Right? It's a kind of a hands-on experience. You okay. go, you try the pencils, you see how they are, you talk to the shop owner. So it's kind of like romanticizing that old-fashioned, like, writing, mm-hmm. paper, pencil writing, pen pal type stuff. Yeah, so when all the shutdowns and stuff happened, I started seeing these stationery shops disappear. Okay. So they would have only been able to do it online. Yeah, so there was one... Um, CWPE, so Caroline Weaver Pencil Enterprise, no longer exists. But they were the ones that you could go to the website and buy single pencils of all these different things for a long time. After COVID hit, they quit doing the single pencils and they went to doing dozens. And then eventually they quit doing pencils altogether. They would source these pencils all from, from all around the world, all these interesting things. But that pencil renaissance, though, that's what gave Musgrave Pencil its renewed vigor. So I already talked about 
how general pencil had kind of gone to the wayside and that they got picked up you know the fourth generation said you know what we really should do something with this we've got this pencil company that our grandparents gave us we should really try to bring it back to life well the musgrave pencil company was steadily churning out pencils they make most of the golf pencils that you find most of the round pencils they they make a large majority of all the pencils that you see in the u.s okay especially like the ones that you have in school yeah with the different foil stamping and whatnot mm-hmm. they come from musgrave oh okay wagner yeah some of them are wagner pencils but most of them are musgrave pencils and with this renewed um like this renaissance mm-hmm. they started advertising their pencils on their website they, they hired a, a group of marketing people and i don't remember their last name and i don't want to mess it up they started they built them a nice website and they started putting their pencils on there so like the 600 news which is a, a fantastic writing like it's the softest pencil you've ever used because it's meant for writing on newspaper you know newsprint mm-hmm. so it doesn't tear the page they put that on there. They put the the test scoring 100, which is meant to be for scantrons, and so you've got this vintage styling on this semi-modern page. And you know, over time, they've built little slide-out boxes for it because originally yeah. they sent it to you in a plastic bag. Oh, okay. Right, to come off the thing, they put it in. It slide into a plastic bag, and they'd seal off 12 of them. They put it in an envelope and send it. But they started putting them in little pretty boxes that are really nice. And then they started coming out with new ones, like the Tennessee Red, which is a Tennessee Eastern Cedar Mm -hmm. pencil, which is a lot harder to sharpen because that cedar is a difficult tree to to cut. Um, They got the Tennessee Round, which is a round version of the Tennessee Red. Uh, You know, they they got the, the Harvest series, which... The Harvest number one and number two is made out of basswood. Got two different leads in it, but then they came out with the Harvest Professional, which is made out of uh, a kit. Well, no, incense cedar, which most modern cedar pencils are made out of that, which has a, a Japanese graphite lead in it to make it nice and smooth. And then the Bugle pencil, which is this little one, like. They took all these older pencils and mm-hmm. then they started putting it on the website and made it so appealing to so many people. Because mm. it's like, here's something that has always been here. They never quit making those pencils. Yeah, That was something that they always made. But nobody knew that they still made them. Oh, okay. Right? Like, they... Of course, there's some designs that they don't use anymore, like the, the Rooster or the Banjo or these other ones. Because they're all basically the same pencil. It's just a different imprint. But these certain ones, they still had, and people started catching on. Well, General Pencil kind of caught on to that, too, and started kind of remarketing some of their stuff. So they, they've got the Semi-Hex, you've got the the, uh, the Goddess, which is a round version of the Semi-Hex, which isn't actually because it's really scratchy. Mm-hmm. You've got the Scribe. They started, they went and looked in their, um, the Scribe is a, nice one because it's supposed to be hard so it's less likely to dull on you um they went and looked in their warehouse and they found some vintage pencils so like the softa and the notation and the news and the black marker 
like they got into it too mm-hmm. and it's taken them a little bit longer because their website was still clunky they they have these specialty pencils called telemarker pencils which are used to, for marking on um well supposed to be used from the old style bowling score sheets you would like mark it on a sheet and then you'd erase it it's like a grease pencil okay well they still make them but they're meant for marking on stuff that you're going to wipe it off with. So they're basically mm-hmm. a grease pencil. You could only buy them by like two dozen. They finally figured out how to make it where you can buy a dozen at a time for these different things. Uh-huh. So it's just taken them a little bit longer. Um, Moon Products, you can find their stuff on Amazon. Wagner, like I said, you can't buy anything from Wagner. They're, they're basically a drop ship type of place. Uh-huh. So people contract them out to make the pencils that they're going to sell. Oh, okay. So, uh, Is this like the Vistaprint type pencils? Y- yeah, basically. Um, and then like Blackwing. Blackwing isn't actually a pencil company in the U.S. It's a brand that's located in the U.S. The pencils are made through different subcontractors in Japan and China. Okay. So the, the cedar wood is actually American cedar wood shipped to China to be milled down into the slats and that's sent over to Japan and then one of several different pencil manufacturers will make the pencils so you get a little deviation between batches because you don't you never know which subcontractor is the one that's actually producing the pencils oh I see so, so they're not completely um, it's not necessarily exactly the same between each batch no okay so consistency is not necessarily there well it is but the consistency is there. They try to match that graphite because in Japan, the standard for like a firm, like a, a 2B is mm-hmm. going to be the same across the board. Okay. But there's a little bit of deviation between different manufacturers as to exactly what that is. Okay. So, I mean, it's not anything super special, but... So we kind of sped through this portion, but you were talking about the different kinds of bleds and what they do. How do you know for what job that you're doing, which pencil you need? Like, how can you figure that out? You know, do I need a soft or a hard or whatnot? Oh, that's a good one. Um, So, like, all right, so this is a good, that's a good point. Most people in the world have only ever seen a number two pencil. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you need for your test, right? It is the most ridiculous and worst pencil that there is. (laughs) It's neither soft, it's neither hard, it's neither bold, it's neither light. It's really a just a mess of a pencil. And number two doesn't really mean anything, right? Because depending on the manufacturer, the number two is different. So a Musgrave series number two is going to be different from a general semi-hex number two, which will also be different from a Musgrave Harvest Professional number two, which is going to be different from a General Goddess number two, which is going to be different from a, uh, let's say, like a um, Mitsubishi or um, what is this? A Tombow Mono number two or HB. Because depending on where they come from, so Japan. The HBs are are darker and softer. In the U.S., the HBs are harder and lighter, mm-hmm. especially depending on the brand, right? 
Um, but the thing is, is that if you're going to do like regular writing, mm -hmm. I wouldn't recommend a number two pencil at all. I would recommend a number one. Okay. A number one is what you would call a B pencil. It is a, it's a bold or black and it's much smoother. Yeah. It's not as gritty. And like that's a the the general semi hex number ones are fantastic. The Musgrave number ones are fantastic. Um, the Trirex HBs are actually well it's the Trirex B forty six dash two is actually more like a number one than a number two. And that's partly why the USA Gold sells so well. Oh. It calls it a number two, but it's softer than all the rest of them. <laughs> so it actually, like, I always liked the, the USA Gold in school. Because oh, okay. they always seemed to write better than the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Especially Ticonderoga, because those are made in Mexico or in India. Depends on where they're coming from. And sometimes the quality there is not good. Mm -hmm. um, but then some other times, you may be working on a woodworking project. Well, especially if you're... A lot of people like to use indelible pencils when they're doing woodworking with carving spoons because what happens is that the, the wood absorbs the dye that's in this pencil and changes the color. So now you can see it more clearly rather than just being a, a, you know, a silverish kind of line. Um, if you're going to do hand-lettered cursive stuff you should look at getting like a a 4b soft pencil like the the um, general softa which i don't know if they have any more of those in stock or um even like a mitsubishi or the blackwing the regular blackwing mm -hmm. the blackwing mat that is a good pencil for writing flowing letters because you can add pressure and it changes the thickness of the line Okay. Right. It just depends on what you want to do. Now, if you've got little kids that are just learning to write a very light pencil like the, the Bugle, which is a, it's a number two pencil, but it's smooth, but it has no eraser on the end, so it keeps them from wanting to try to erase, erase all of their stuff as they're going. Okay. Um, a quick aside about the little kids thing. Um, that is a small pencil, and a lot of times they'll tell you to get fat pencils for little kids. But according to the OT that I went to see, they actually prefer you to have either fat things or short things for the kids. Like, it should be shorter than the tip of their finger to the top of their hand as they're writing. Because that would helps them with that natural pencil, or the pincher's shape that they need. Well, that's like... You, you know, don't want like a long, When you take pencils pencil. and you get them down the Steinbeck stage, which mm -hmm. is where the the... The ferrule starts touching your hand. Mm -hmm. It's called the Steinbeck stage. That's where John Steinbeck, he'd, you know, he'd be like, "Never mind, I'm not using this pencil anymore." He'd take it and throw it in the bucket. <laughs> but that's like the perfect size for little kids. Yeah. A regular size pencil is that. Yeah, maybe was, even a little shorter for really young kids. But the other thing is that most of these companies make large or jumbo diameter pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, Musgrave makes three or four different ones. They've got a, like a mini jumbo, 
they make a jumboer. <laughs> Moon Products makes the um, the Big Dipper, which is a red jumbo pencil. Like the Tyrex? No, okay. they do make a Tyrex jumbo though. Oh, that would be nice. Um, That'd probably be perfect, actually. There's a, an an easy an early learner or no roller something like that, but basically it's a pencil. It's kind of like the Tyrex. Now general pencil makes this. It's got a flat top and a rounded bottom, so that when you set it on the table, it rolls back and forth. It doesn't roll off the table. Okay. And general also makes several other larger pencils. So yeah, the the jumbo pencil world is there. It's just not something that I like. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it. Most of those are untipped, so they don't have any eraser on the end. So it serves the same purpose because that's who they're made for. Okay. It's for little kids. Gotcha. So it's not heavy on the end, and you yeah, have a separate I mean, eraser. How many times have you ever been to? I know this happened to me. You go to kindergarten, and they tell you to get the large triconderoga or ticonderogas. And you bring them in. The first thing the teacher does is take it away from you and pull the eraser off the end of it because she doesn't want you using the eraser. Oh, I don't know that, but <laughs> I'll trust you on that one. I was homeschooled. Because they want My you mom to... was buying me these, like, um, it was a triangle-shaped pencil holder and she'd put our pens and pencils in that for a long time probably till we were in second grade we yeah, would use those it's called the pencil grip yeah but um we use that and the one that's like etched out for your fingers because she was very adamant that we needed to use correct pencil grip which i don't use now most of the time Another topic of contention among different groups. Well, you asked me, how do I know? Depending on what you're doing, you know if you want it soft or hard. So look at what you have that's soft or hard. You're not going to take a gener- a Musgrave 600 News Pencil, which is like the softest one I've got, and use it to write a whole book because it's going to degrade as fast as it, mm-hmm. as fast as any pencil ever will. Yeah. But if you're going to write on something that's a lot softer than some, you know, if you're going to do like a crossword puzzle in a newspaper, a 600 news or a test scoring 100, which are relatively soft and reflective. Yeah, those are nice. That's going to be what you're I actually did find myself loving that when we were doing a lot of Sudoku that one time. And then if you got like, if you're going to do stenography work, a double-ended pencil that's harder. So this is like a, this is a medium. So this is actually like an F pencil. It's firm. It doesn't lose its edge very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's double-ended. So you can keep writing and sharpen the ends as you go and always have a backup. So, I mean, oh, that's interesting. All right. So anything else? I was going to say the other topic of contention is erasers. So most of the time the erasers that come on the pencils don't erase super well. Um, Even with your expensive pencils here that we're talking about? <coughs> now, the Black Wings, they work better um, depending on the color. For some reason, color m- plays a difference, right? Because the composition of the plastic is going to be different depending on or the, the rubber. It's going to be different based on the color. So the okay. black erasers don't erase as good as the white ones, which don't erase as good as the pink ones. I like the pink ones. That's funny because I love the black ones, but I, that might be for aesthetic reasons. I haven't noticed a difference in the 
the the pink ones work super good. Um, the like the regular Musgrave pencil, they work. They don't work super good, and then they eventually dry out. Um, so my thing is that I like to get the uh, the Papermate Arrowhead erasers, not mm-hmm. the not the junky ones that everybody gets from Walmart that they're like really stiff and hard. They kind of break. Yeah, these are nice rounded little they're fantastic eraser caps they're more soft and they erase really really well too um and then pentel makes the high tech or the what do they call it the high polymer eraser caps which they're white um they are more fragile they're kind of like those cheap ones from walmart just in their form factor and shape but they're made out of a high polymer plastic rather than rubber and they work really good too and then you know sharpeners depending on how long you want to write if you want something if you want a longer point like you would get with a burr sharpener that you use in the class get you a long point sharpener from like NGK or or Coon or um, who else makes a good one I guess M&R makes a good one Blackwing sells one there's several different long point sharpeners you can get or you know get you a small one if you like the shorter pencil you know coom makes a good one with two replacement blades on the side or just make sure you're buying it from a reputable brand um, one that you may not know about is um, Apsara which is a an Indian pencil company that actually make a long point sharpener that's plastic the other ones that I mentioned the NGK stuff is plastic, but it's a higher quality. And then the um, the Coom and the the um, Blackwing and the the M and R are all like brass or magnesium. But the Apseras, they're plastic, but they do a really good job. And there's like you can get a box of twenty or something for five bucks. Mm-hmm. So you can use it, throw it away. If somebody needs one, you can give it to them. I've done that several times, but and they work good. You just can't just keep sharpening because there's nothing in there that stops it. Okay. So if you just keep sharpening, it's going to keep eating the pencil until it's gone. Okay. Um, if you really want to be fancy, you go and you get the $400 El Casco pencil sharpener. Ooh. But, I mean, these little ones work just as good and give a good point, too, so... So a lot of these pencils that we talked about today, if you look them up on YouTube, you can find people like reviewing them and making little notes and jotting their little tests on yes, there. Yes, you can. Um, oh, what what brand is it? Or what's the guy's name? Always Analog, I think is, is one of the guy's name. Always Analog. It's a pencil reviewer. He He's continually doing different ones. And then uh, T.J. Cosgrove at Wooden Graphite, he did one. Um, he did a bunch of them. He finally eventually stopped um, doing that. But mm-hmm. you can still see the reviews of like the Blackwing 602 or of, um, I don't think he ever did any Musgrave ones, but he did some, some different ones, more European than uh, American. Okay. But 
just look it up and you'll find what you're looking for because I mean there, there's some, been somebody out there that's reviewed it even pencil sharpeners some of the general pencils you're not going to find as much about but just know this the general goddess round pencil is very scratchy <laughs> so if you don't enjoy using a pencil on paper that have, might be why I have talked to several that is very scratchy the scribe which is also round number two is less scratchy for some reason that's a tiny one uh, guys, when I'm looking at this one, like this is like an inch and a well, half. Well, it's because I used it. I was using it in a pencil extender, and I got down to that much. Man, alive! But it still writes. It writes well. See, it's smooth. Cause there's. It's been a favorite, huh? Here, this is the scribe. I don't know if it's picking it up. Well, if it doesn't, then y'all just have to imagine that I'm writing on paper. And then this is the uh, the goddess. See how the, the difference in the... Yeah, you can see the difference on here. Scratchy. But, I mean, it writes good. It's nice and hard. And... But, anyway. That... All right, to sum it up, newbies. Buy black wings. <laughs> buy black wings. If you're new to pencils and you don't want to be disappointed, buy a box of black wing 602s. You'll love them. Unless you're... Buy them from Amazon or stationery shop. Do not buy them from blackwing.com. Oh. I'll go ahead and say that. Their shipping is terrible. They Their customer service is not super good. Oh. It's only because there's like six or seven of them that run the whole company. Okay. So get them on Amazon. They're $30 a box. So they're like, what was that, $2.75 a pencil or something like that? Something like that, yeah. So, I mean, they're not cheap. But they're well worth the money that you'll spend on them. Don't try to get locked in. Don't don't get wrapped up in the volumes because all they do is just make special pencils out of already existing cores. Unless you find the labs. And the labs are the special ones that have either a special eraser or special core or whatever. We have made gifts out of some of these pencils and erasers and um, sharpeners in the past. Yep. I'm not sure how well they were appreciated by some of the people we gave them to, but some of them really enjoyed it. And then, once you've bought a box of Black Wings, go to Musgrave and get some test scoring, some 600 news, some Harvest number ones, and some Tennessee Reds. All right, that's a long list. And then go to um, Yosek. Is it Yosekastationery.com? Hold on, i got to make sure i got this right. I think it's Yoseka Stationery. If you go to Yoseka, you should be able to get NGK sharpeners. And if all of this oh, sounds like right. a lot and you just want one or two of these things, you probably could contact Charlie on our social media pages. and He might get back with you. If he has extra, he might make trades with you. So. All right, I might have said that wrong. It's not Yoseka. It is... St. Louis Art Supply. Ooh, okay. They sell the NGKs. They sell the long points. They sell the short points. They sell the ones that are more for artist type pencils. That gives you that really short point. But yeah, they've got pretty much all of that. Okay, great. If they're not sold out. Right now, it looks like they're sold out of everything. NGK is, is worth searching out. Or Coombe or 
whoever it doesn't matter as long as it's a good quality brand don't go and buy the Eisen ones from Hobby Lobby they're not great the Coom ones from Hobby Lobby they make automatic um, mm -hmm. long point sharpeners those are fine if they have them in stock alright a lot of the stuff has kind of gone out of stock and been, stayed out of stock ever since COVID hit because the supply chains are so terrible um, but Apsera's on on Amazon and then other ones just across the internet alright well thank you Charlie for sharing with us about pencils some of their history some of what we might find helpful and useful in our pencil using this throughout the week where to start <laughs> um, remember to like and subscribe to us if you find this content interesting and if you want to hear more from us you guys have a great day